This episode is sponsored by your slow and steady friend, Gravity. In 2024, it seems like everyone is trying to go to space, and Gravity wants you to know that it is here for you. And in 2024, choose Earth, stay right here, so all your lady parts can slowly sag to the floor, just like the rest of us. This is the Kimberbell Show. How do you find your creativity? You're finally seeing the peace of God that lies in you and lies in all people. So many people listening can relate to this. I never have to be in another room again where somebody is mistreating me. Brene Brown, she just as great as I think she is. Mom, you're on with Kim Gravel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is affecting my bowel movements. I'm not trying to have no scary clown. That's the biggest honking lie. This is my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. Welcome to the Kim Gravel Show. I am so glad you are here. We have a fantastic show for you today. We have the award-winning podcaster and musician, Lauren LaGrasso. She's here to talk to us about creativity and how you can achieve your creative goals because we've all got them. So let's welcome Lauren. Lauren LaGrasso. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is the best thing. We spare no expense. Oh, the production value. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't know I was walking into an incredible <laughs> Grammy award winning studio. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to oh, me. Only the best I mean, for if you. If we could win what a Grammy, that would be great, Lauren. I would, can we speak that into the world? Yes. Like, we're speaking it. We're, we're calling we're it down. But yeah. <laughs> Listen, Zach, we can win a Grammy just for our introductions, right? Like the best introduction in a podcast goes to, right? There yep. we go. I'm not yep. kidding you. They do have awards like that. You should really think of submitting. I've never seen anyone else who does that before, by the way. And I've seen a and lot. Lauren, that's, that's saying a lot coming from you because you've seen a lot of podcasts. I mean, you produce a lot of great podcasts. Can I ask you a personal question, Lauren? Please. Do you like, do you like, do you like the producer's hat? Um, that's not a fair question. Is the producer's hat a permanent place for you? Or do you think it's a stepping stone, babe, to what's coming for you? I think it's a stepping stone. The part of the producer's hat that I like is seeing people. So that's the part that feels really true. The connection. To me. The connection. The connection. Yeah. yeah. The connection. Seeing people, helping them see themselves. I love holding a mirror up to people so that they can just see their innate goodness and beauty. Come and on. Come on. That's, that's what I love about it. I fell into producing. Like I, I wanted to be a host and then producing kind of just took off because I do love connecting with people. I love seeing people. I always have these ideas coming down. And so it was natural to share them. And I'm truly obsessed with audio. Like I just think it is the greatest way to connect because it sure it is. allows... Yeah, right, Kim? It, like, it allows the instantly, listener instantly. to become part of the creative process because they're envisioning, oh, I could be like the fourth person in the room. You know, I could be in there with Lauren, Kim, and Zach. And so, but no, like you, obviously, you're an incredibly intuitive human being. You picked up on the fact that it's a step, but I don't mm -hmm. think it's the ultimate final step for me. Right, right. Because you had mentioned that you had had some big realizations, right? Because your podcast is, is you've got to go listen to Lauren's podcast, download it, listen to it, you know, every episode that drops, because you had some big realizations about self-respect and self-love as of late. And, and, and really 
coincides with this Unleash Your Creativity. Can you share a little bit about that? Because there's so many people that like, you know, I want that. (laughs) I want self-love and self-respect. Well, I've been taking this amazing course with a woman named Victoria Song. I don't know. I've had her on my podcast. She's incredible. And she basically, she helps people build their businesses, not through like, here's 10 tips you need to build your business. She helps them build their businesses through healing. And so I've been taking a course with her. It's actually a course about loving yourself and like having a better relationship with your body, which I know you've been on a journey with that too, Kim, as have I, have. I this past year. And it's interesting how everything involves everything all the time. Like nothing is just one thing. It's, it's all, all connected. connected. It's yep. all connected. Yeah. So through this course, we've been doing a lot of healing of trauma. And something I've realized is how many rooms that I have been in where either somebody else, like I was a younger person and somebody else allowed me to be, and I'm using this word like liberally, but like abuse, like emotionally or in a toxic Mm. environment or with a bully and normalized it. Or in my adulthood, how many times I've been in a room with somebody else who has been that person to me. And I have silenced myself and just said, it's okay. And what I've realized through this course is I never have to be in another room again where somebody doesn't stand up for me if somebody is mistreating me because I can always be my own advocate. And I never, ever again have to be in a room and because somebody has a little piece of good to them, normalize them treating me badly. And so that's the piece of self-respect. And I also don't ever have to treat myself badly again. There's no, um, there's no like glory in that. I think there was a long time where I thought if I am self-critical and I'm bad to myself, then I'm going to grow more. I actually don't respond to that technique. (laughs) No one does. Lauren, no one does. We're not built to. We're not built to, right. we endure it, but we don't. Can I just say too, that I, I love this because so many people listening can relate to this. You, you remember that phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's the mm-hmm. biggest honking lie saying I have ever heard. Words hurt. I'd rather be plummeted by a stone than someone talking out, calling me out of my name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because... And this is the thing, anybody listening, Lauren, I hope people are really listening to you right now with this realization that you've just had, because if you are, you can't control what people say to you, but you can control what gets down inside of you. And you can also, you can clap back. And I don't mean that in an angry way, but I, I remember there was a time where my very best friend, Amy, there was a guy coming at her, like really talking down to her. We were all sitting, it was in a studio situation. And she just looked at him with this deadpan face. And she says, point duly moted, move on. And I thought, dang girl, because I'd be like, let me tell you something, sucker. You know, I would have gone, you know, a different route that would have been a little bit more volatile. But like, we can always say that to people who are talking down to us, Lauren. Point duly noted, move on. Right. Yeah, that is a hundred, I mean, Good on Amy. So true. And so true. Another thing I've really been thinking about lately is if I can't love myself and yep. love this other person at the same time, then that is not a place for me. That is not a room for me to be in. That is not a relationship for I me to be that. in. 
if, if loving this person, whatever that relationship is sacrifices my love and respect for myself, then that is not a partnership that I can be in. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Girl, you said that everyone has a life thesis statement. Love that. What is that? For me, or what is a life thesis statement? Just everything. So, so you, that, this, us. So, just, I mean, I love that so much. And I agree with you. I, I think it's what you call purpose, Kim, and finding your why. I just call it a life thesis statement because I always liked that, you know, phraseology from English class. But to me, the life thesis is one thing that everything in your life runs through. And that is, you know, what you would call the why, what I call the life thesis or your creative thesis. And it makes it a lot easier to figure out what the right next step is when you have that one thesis that everything in your life, every decision, every relationship, every business partnership you go into has to run through. And then you have a very easy yes or no. Yeah. And, and you know, to me, don't you think that's the crux of every life? Don't you think that's the big get is to, to have that thesis statement to know your why? For sure. And when I coach people on it, I usually ask them, I mean, I specifically say it in regard to podcasting, but it really works for any sort of purpose you're trying to find. I believe it's usually the midpoint between your greatest pain and your greatest joy. Amen. That, that, that's hands up and an amen right there. Absolutely. Because, and it sits right there in that sweet spot for sure. Okay. So life thesis statement, but I like what you, you talk about creativity is, is every, let me ask you this first. Yeah. Is everybody creative? Yes. Creativity is our birthright. Ooh. So, so when people say I'm not creative, that they're, they're lying to themselves, right? Well, I mean, I think that our society defines creativity so narrowly. The way I define creativity is anytime you see nothing and you create something. So you have a vision in your mind's eye and then you make it come to be in the world. So creativity could be coming up with a recipe. Creativity could be parenting your children in a new way that was different from the way that your parents parented you. It's mm. not defining it so narrowly. And you know, this is an interesting thing because I know you're a woman of faith. Back in the day, they used to think it was like sacrilegious to call yourself creative because God was supposed to be the only one that was creative. But if you mm. really believe that we are made in the image of God, then we are all creative because we come from a creative source. So right. it really is to me, creativity is calling in your own divinity and to say, I am creative or I am a creative means that you're finally seeing the peace of God that lies in you and lies in all people. And why is that such a powerful force? Because everything that exists was once imagined. So, and that's a Wayne Dyer quote, but it's something I really live by it, because we come from it. Like if we can't, if we can't claim our creativity, we can't really embrace our full selves. We can't really love ourselves, trust ourselves and know ourselves. Like I think one hand washes the other. The more we love, trust and know ourselves, the more creative we'll be. And the more we admit we're creative and know that we are innately a creative being, the more we'll love, trust and know ourselves. So to me, it's just this innate part of life that if we're denying, we're missing out on so much of who we are and so much of the beauty around us. And so much of the value that we add. 
Yes. Because creativity has its own DNA. It's not like what you can create, Lauren, and what I can create, although it might seem similar with our podcast, but it's so completely different. It has completely different DNA. That's the beauty. It's what I'm trying to say is creativity is an endless well. You're always drawing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we think sometimes that oh, my husband says this so great. Because my kids play team sports and they play basketball and their situation that they are with some of their coaches, they're pitting the boys up against each mm. other. They, they don't even know they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just that competitive. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a waste because the team is so good. And if they played as a team and each of them stood in their own creativity and in their own talents working together, they would be, you know, state champs. But my husband says this so brilliantly. He says... They follow the one blessing rule where there's only enough spaces. There are only enough seats at the table. There's only that one blessing where in, in reality, the blessings are pressed down, shaking together and running over. Is that how you look at creativity too, Lauren? Yes, because we all have something to offer. And to your yeah. point, Kim, like even if you and I had the exact same thesis statement, we're not going to live it in the same way because we are different people and creativity is beautiful because it also, that's why I do believe it's connected self to self-love, self-trust and self-knowledge. The authenticity that I bring through my creativity is different than the authenticity that you'll bring through Correct. your creativity. And that's why two people can do the exact same thing, maybe even say almost the same things, but it's not the same thing because you're bringing mm -hmm. your own unique humanity through it. And that's why we need every single person to claim their creativity because we need some creative solutions to the problems of the world. Amen, honey. And I would say, how do you, how do you come to that place for yourself? Like, how do you find your creativity? Because, you know, we're, we're in this new year and I know people are like, what's next? You know, we always get to these resolutions, which I hate. I hate the resolutions, but I love making them now. I love me some little <laughs> journaling and vision boards. You know, I'm all into it. But how do we call forth our creativity? inside of yeah. us ourselves. How do we do that, Lauren? I think number one is just knowing that you have a right to. So, you okay. know, very Permission. boldly saying, I believe I'm creative. Creativity is my birthright. And actually believing that, like letting that settle in your body. And then mm. there's some, there's some tactical things you can do. I mean, journaling honestly is a really good I love one. It. I love it too. I'm trying to reframe journaling from something that like I have to do to a devotional practice. And that has I really helped me because when I, there's something called the morning pages, Julia Cameron is someone I've had on my show three times. I'm going to have her on a fourth time this January. And she does this thing called the morning pages, which helps just kind of unlock and bring the creativity through you. And that is so helpful. But a lot of times I can look at that like a job. So instead of looking at it like that, I'm trying to look at it as a devotion, as something mm -hmm. that I do to allow myself to get quiet, to hear the voices. And so I can be more myself. Another thing that really helps is tracing the lines back to when you were a little kid. Like, what did you do naturally that people at that point were encouraging before you had any conditioning on you, before you had any limitations on you? What were you called to? Maybe it won't be that exact thing, but it's the foundation of whatever that thing was. Like, Kim, I know you talk about how you went about the talent show and how you figured out from that 
what was the foundation of what my purpose would be and what my creativity would be. So looking back to when you were a little kid, how were you on the playground? How did you interact with people? What did you love? What did you do that nobody told you to do that you did just because you loved it? These are the clues that you can start to see to start to unleash your creative and your creative life. And, and, And it's threaded through your entire life. I mean, it, it's always calling you. I say it's so funny. Like it's the call is coming from inside the house, like those horror movies. Right. It's always like inside. <laughs> it's been haunting you for your whole yeah. entire life. It truly has. It's your calling is always this. It's it, for lack of a better word. It's this nagging. Hey, hello. Remember me always. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You produce so many powerhouse women. Brene Brown, girl, I love her. Is she just as great as she, I think she is? She really is. And I feel like she would love you so much. Oh, I already love her. She would really her. connect. We're, I think we're, we're best friends already. I mean, you know, yeah. in my head at least. It's um, And Glennon Dole, I mean, all these women, these powerhouse women, what is it like working with these women? Like, what have you gleaned from it? What have you learned from it, from them? Just being, just being their producer. I mean, I think different things from each person. The number one thing I've gleaned from Glennon is community and building community. Yeah, she's so good at that. And it's from such an authentic place. And like, I have watched her. She would literally never put anything out that she did not feel serves her purpose, like serves her like greater life purpose and serves the community. And so that has been the number one takeaway from her. From Brene... Just like total authenticity in all areas. Like just see, and and this is true with 
both of them and everyone I've worked with, but being the same everywhere. I mean, it's the same with you, Kim. Like the person that was on like with me before we started recording was the same person that was on with me once we started recording. And I think these people that make it and have staying power, it's that they're not different in different areas. Like it's not like, okay, you know, yeah, they're who they are across all areas. So what I've really learned is authenticity is key, treating people really well. You can have high standards and still be very kind and also how to build community. Oh, you've just, I mean, hello, that's the, okay, that's your book. You know, the, the path to success. Those are the ways to go. Okay. So before we got on this podcast, you sent me an email with some yes. photos. Zach, can you pull these photos up? This yes. made my whole I love flipping so month. Much. Okay. Pull them up. I'm so pull up happy. these photos, people. Lauren and I are close and we didn't even know it. Let me show you why. Oh, girl, that's the, that's the Aloha top. Who is that gorgeous diva? This gorgeous diva would be my mother, Joanne Roboto. I knew knew that was your mother. Um, (laughs) She is, um, yeah, sporting your Aloha top in front of our white Christmas tree. This is a Christmas tree in the family room. Just so you know, we do have a green one in the living room. I know you were concerned. Okay, this tree is everything. love this tree. Like, is this recently? This is, Kim, this is yesterday. By the way, I want you to know, last night, I'm preparing for the interview. This is. So I interviewed Kim on my show this morning and then we did, you know, we're doing a podcast swap because we want to bring our people to each other because we think they deserve each other because they're wonderful humans. And so my mom has, first of all, never been more excited about anything I've done in my life than (laughs) interviewing you and being interviewed by you. Like she was all in. She sent me. 15 text messages. By the way, I didn't even tell you this. She sent me um, videos that she took on her phone of you on QVC. So I could watch (laughs) you on QVC, like iPhone videos. So I have about 17 videos of you from your five most recent QVC appearances. (laughs) Um, And then six or seven photos of her in different tops, all in different poses in different parts of the house. Oh my gosh. She did a modeling photo shoot. She did a photo shoot. Actually, she had her sister over and her sister I was say, came who took the picture? and Karen. She's got the pose. Karen like, took this the- is a this is a model. Pose she is gorgeous. Right no, but look I at this her woman. How to do ha- this, the arm pose. Lauren, the hair, this woman's hair should. I, I want her hair. I need you to know this was the second text that came out after it. She goes. The top is Belle by Kim Gravel, woven Aloha poncho. I also have her peak scalloped five inch shorts. I have her triple luxe pet denim straight leg jeans. I have several of her maxi dresses in coral black leopard. I have multiples of all of them. And then just <laughs> love the thousands of text the messages. She's getting ready to get a, a, a big old box of Belle. Okay. So I need to get her address when we get off of this. Oh my gosh. I, she's going to be thrilled. Like that is oh my the gosh. best gift ever. And her sister and her sister. <gasps> oh my gosh. Karen too. This will be wonderful. Yeah, Karen too. Lauren, Karen, I, I'm hooking I have up. a question for you. Yeah. Um, we've been doing a lot of phone calls on this show. Do yeah. you think we could try to call your mom right now? Honestly, I would love that. Let me, let me get her on. Let me get Joanna. She's going to be like, hello. You- how'd it go? She's so excited. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Mom, you're on with Kim Gravel. You what? <laughs> you're on with Kim Gravel and Zach. Oh my gosh, is this, is this Kim and Zach? This is Kim Gravel, Zach? Oh my gosh. I'm 
so excited. Yes, yes. What an honor. Oh, my gosh. I am thrilled. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. I can't believe you called me. Oh, my gosh. Kim, I love you. I love you. I love you. You're amazing. You know that I tape all of your shows just if I know I'm not going to be home. I tape them and watch them later. Not only to buy your clothes, but also just because I, you're just so entertaining. And you lift me up and you make me feel better and happy. And honestly, you are just such a joy to watch. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me just tell you, first of all, your daughter is phenomenal. Like oh. big things for this girl. I don't even know. You you should be so proud. Oh. But can I just tell you what's more important? Your hair, lady. <laughs> These pictures, you have the best hair. Oh, oh my gosh. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know. Colored. I color it, you know. <laughs> Mom, I think we're all in that camp here. <laughs> I, in fact, I have, maybe not Zach. It's, Kim, I think you look beautiful. Every time I see you, your hair looks great. You look beautiful. You're always picture perfect. And I love. Uh, well, that I mean, I'm lucky. Oh, go ahead. I was going to tell you, I'm lucky to have a brown right now. I'm lucky to have my brown right now. So I will take whatever you can give me. Thank you. <laughs> You look beautiful all the time. And I thank you for the compliments for Lauren. You know, I, I thank God every day for letting me be her mom. You know, she is, you know, just as always since the time, such a beautiful heart and soul. And thank you so much for, you know, seeing her and recognizing it, acknowledging that. And um, I oh, really, you know, I really tremendous. appreciate that. Thank you so much. And she was so excited to, you know, to, you know, do your, you know, have you on her podcast today and vice versa. And I was so excited. I was jumping up and down when she told me. <laughs> oh my God. Mom, I told Kim, I told Kim, this might be the most excited you've been about anything I've done in my entire career. That this is, is a big moment for that you. That is the truth. I mean, I think you are completely, completely amazing, Kim. Uh, well, the feeling is mutual. And Zach, I hear wonderful, wonderful things about you as well. Oh, thank you. Can I, I mean, I want to ask a question now. Just change, change the subject a little bit. Um, I, we're, we're all amazing and we all know that. Yeah. But we've got great taste. I would be charged with um, a crime if I didn't have someone's mother on the show and not ask them for an embarrassing story about Agreed, Zach. our guest. So. Can you, do you have anything like from Lauren's childhood that might embarrass her that we can uh, talk about in the show? <laughs> Mom, don't worry. Oh You're off the hook. I won't be mad at you, but just don't do anything gross. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is embarrassing, but it was so cute when she was like three and a half years old and my cousin had a dance studio and on stage, Lauren was sort of like, doing it like her own way and it was the cutest thing was <laughs> well so they said cute, that everybody so else was like in tandem doing the dance moves and then i was off on the other side of the stage doing my own interpretive as you dance. should as you should <laughs> that's perfect because she's still standing out like that i'm telling you this this girl has got big things ahead of her but I, now i know why because i'm talking to her mother who is a legend i mean you i mean she is oh. you have good hair oh. you can talk girl you know how to communicate 
<laughs> I always say my, oh my mom God. is the true star of the family. We're just here to support her and maybe do a little <laughs> few things in the meantime, but she's my cash cow. I'm trying to be like the anti stage mom. I'm trying to be a stage daughter. I'm trying to see if I can make her a star and then you ride can. her coattails. You can, you can totally my ride goal. her coattails. And I'm going to tell you, woman, I'm sending you a box full of bell. You and your sister is coming your way. Make sure I get your address before we hang up. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I love your clothes. I'm not kidding you. God bless you. I love your clothes so much. Not only are they beautiful and they make me look younger, but you know what? They're so comfortable. I love comfortable. Everything you do is, is so amazing. And that's so incredibly kind and generous and Thank you, thank you, thank you. When we get off, I'm going to try, I've got to get, you got to text uh, Zach or me or somebody, uh, your size, your sister's size, and I got to pack it up, baby. That is so sweet. Well, you know, like, I'm I'm actually, I'm trying to lose weight, but I mean, you know, honestly, you're close. We all I've are. got a couple, yeah. di- couple different sizes, and um, they all, like, everything just fits and looks so beautiful. Um, I mean, I, you're amazing. You're completely that's amazing. Like, you're you gorgeous. Can- when you can make somebody feel good at any weight, at any body size, that is that's so it. incredible. It's a blessing. And I know that it's that's, a blessing. What, that's what I said, mom. I'm like, you are not one to just like voluntarily pose for a photo. So I know the power no. of what Kim's clothes do for people. It's not that mm. they're just beautiful clothes. They are. But it's what you endow women with when they put them mm. on. That is the true power of what you do. Well, yeah. y'all need to come you back know, and be on. Y'all making me feel good. They, they make me feel so good. Thank you. But you're so kind and you're so sweet and you lift me up and God bless you. And I, you know, when I wear your clothes, I feel better about myself. I feel mm. more beautiful. I feel, you know, younger. I feel like cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, no, that's the, did you hear that, Lauren? We are cool. Hi, Kim Cravat. I am cool. You'll cool. feel cool. I just want to give your mom Uh-oh. a round of applause. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, we love thank you, girl. You. God, we, I love you. God bless you, Zach. God bless you, Kim. <laughs> love you, you mommy. Bye. Bye. Thank you. God bless you all. Love you. Thank you so love much. You, love you, baby. Bye. Bye. Right, bye. Okay. Your mom, <laughs> right, is my new best friend. everything. Lauren. I know where you get it from, girl. I mean, learn from the best. <laughs> Truly. The best. Uh, She's the best in the biz. We might have to hire her, Zach. We might have to hire her. Yeah. I'm not and kidding honestly, you. She would be a great brand ambassador for you because when she believes uh, in something, as you can hear, she just can't stop. Like, it's a limitless flood of, oh my gosh, <laughs> you need this in your life. And if you don't have this in your life, your I mean, life won't be that great because you need QVC. this in your life. She should be a QVC she, presenter. That sounds uh, to me. Y'all, like- I'm giving, this, she <laughs> is going to have two boxes of clothes and makeup and stuff. And it's on like Donkey Kong. Don't ever think things can't happen on flip on a dime. It's happening. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to play a game of agree or disagree with Lauren. I mean, should we call your mom again too? Maybe so. Stay tuned. <laughs> Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. 
But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. Okay, Lauren, we do a little game at the end. I could talk to you forever, but, you know, your mom dropped mic. It's over. I mean, there's nothing more what to say. What can you do? Couldn't top Can't that. do anything. So we're just going to play a game. So yeah. this is agree or disagree. So I'm going to read a statement, and you tell me if you agree or disagree, okay? Okay. Don't think about it. Just whatever comes up, comes out. All right. Um, I've already broke my New Year's resolutions. Agree. Okay. <laughs> Dogs are better than cats. Agree. Ooh, okay. A little shade there. That was there. quick. That was fast. That was a quick. No that was not even no thinking. I don't Mm-mm. like that cats make you work for their affection. Like they I would rather have somebody who just loves me as I am and doesn't make me have to prove myself. I don't have time for that either. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Um, I own too many pairs of shoes. Disagree. I actually need more uh, shoes. I, I wear the same boots like every day. Okay. I at least need a for, couple different pairs of boots. Do you wear those boots for comfort or because you just is lack of fashion and you don't have the, enough fashionable shoes? It's for comfort. So okay. I think I need so you, more shoes that are comfortable and cute. I do have a okay. lot of shoes, but they're not in the rotation very much. Should, so I think should, I should that be more. my next brand? I think that should be my next brand. We'll call it the yes. Lawrence. Okay, here we go. Um, is it okay to wear socks with sandals? Agree or disagree? I wish it was, but disagree. It's not. I love socks. So I really wish it was, but it's not. Disagree. It's not. My kids yeah, do it though. The kids are doing it. I do it. I know. I know. I used to do it when I was a kid too. I, I actually like have a lot of yeah. horrifying pictures of myself in Birkenstocks <laughs> with sandals and Capri pants. Yeah. If you can envision that, like a little poor Ooh. baby 10 year old Lauren, just Capri pants, socks and Birkenstocks. Got it. Um, but I, because those images are singed into my head and I'm so horrified by them, I just can't get behind the socks with sandals thing. It's the trauma. It's the trauma. The trauma. It it's, a, it's a real trigger for me. Okay. <laughs> I still consider Pluto a planet. Agree or disagree? Agree. I have firm beliefs on this. I totally I agree. Agree. What is you wrong? can just you take this planet away. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank yeah. you. Who the heck said I, it was not I, a planet anymore? Agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. Like, I mean, like you're just going to make that the headline? This is no longer a planet? I, I'm sorry. I, grew I learned up the song. With Pluto. There are nine moving planets in our solar system. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Tiny, Joe, uh, something, Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus. Neptune, tiny Pluto, and a galaxy of stars. Meet the planets. You're going to tell me we're going to take out tiny Pluto from that? Absolutely not. What about, what about Uranus? Is Uranus still a planet? Absolutely. It is? <laughs> I I think so. I haven't heard any breaking headlines on that. Did they say I just wanted to say Uranus yeah. four times. Myra, that's all. Yeah. Uranus is a planet. <laughs> Uranus is Uranus. And the, I get so tickles my kids with Lord there. Uranus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh agree or disagree. This is a good one. There are aliens in the universe. Mm. Agree. A hundred percent agree. Do you re- okay? So my dad says there is, but yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, I can't, it's hard for me to get behind that. Not that I have to have proof or anything, but I'm just like, really? Can I wait? wait well, where I, are they? I, I think, and if they're so advanced, why can't we see them? 
Okay, yeah, go ahead. Zach. Maybe Wait, we can. I, I, I have something. I have an idea on this. Okay, because I was thinking okay. about this a lot. Do you think God would waste that much space, Kim? I don't know, but is space really space? Like, are we? Are there like many time frames? I'm just saying. Like, a I, lot of people okay. say that. I don't know. I just Look, think there's so much I'm in the open. world. Yeah. I firmly believe that there are aliens. I, from a young age, like I was obsessed with ET when I was three, I would tell my mom, like ET visited me in my closet. So I'm like, maybe he did. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he did. Maybe he was there. Maybe he did. To me, it's an encouraging thought. Like the fact that there could be these beings like millions of light years away who are, who are there and also wondering, do we exist? And to me, that thought is encouraging that like it's exciting it's exciting yeah, for sure it gives me hope like what else could be true that's exciting to me so i i choose Ooh. to believe in aliens because it encourages my optimism okay that's our next podcast i believe in aliens here we go agree or disagree <laughs> ai is going to destroy the world disagree me too i love ai so yeah. much is that so bad think, for me to admit that lauren no i i think it's actually I smart it. i think when we t- when we look at history Every single technology that has ever come out has been said that it will destroy the world. Destroy Just the, the same way we talk about how, oh, these kids these days. Well, they were saying that about us too. So I think we have to learn to use it for good, to um, teach it as much as we need to teach it, not so that it can outsmart us, but so that it can actually aid us to be more creative. Because actually, Kim, part of the reason why I started Unleash Your Inner Creative is because AI cannot replicate creativity. It, can, no, it, can't, like, it can't do creativity. It can only um, learn human creativity and then like do a version of that, but it can't be creative. Can't so, be creative. So let's use it to as, our advantage. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. I don't think it's going to destroy okay. us. Is TV better than movies? Yes. Agree. Agree or disagree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because my attention span can handle a TV show. Yeah. But at the <laughs> same time, time Kim, to do a whole movie. Here's what I think. Listen, movies, uh, great, whatever. I have a couple issues with mu- movies. Number one, okay. I think people who like movies can be a bit arrogant about it. Like, oh, did it's you naughty. see the most recent film? Hey, it's like, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to? <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Like, do you want a gold star for that? I'm okay with that. I'm a movie snob and I like that. Okay. And then the other thing is, I kind of feel like movie people actually don't know how to commit to a relationship. Because for me... I commit True. to a TV show. Babe, I'm you're in. To seasons of that. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I know how to do a long-term relationship. I go through the curves. I'm, I'm willing to sit it. through Ups the bad downs. seasons. Ups you and know, downs. Se- se- two, second season's always crappy. Always yeah, crappy. Se- you just got to push season. through. Push through. Push mm-hmm. through. That's what I've been doing for 20-something years with Travis, so I totally get that. There you okay. go. That's why you get it. Uh, degree or disagree, going out is better than staying home. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? In the past, I would have said um, agree. But today, post-pandemic, I would say disagree. Disagree completely. Yeah. I'm not trying to do all of that. Me too. A lot of peace, yeah. lot of peace in being at home and like cultivating a space that feels good. The best way being at home is in my bed because my bed, I feel like I got the perfect mattress. Like I have found the perfect mattress for me. I have a, a, a Christmas red furry duvet cover. 
I don't know why I'm telling you this, Lauren, but I feel like you will appreciate this. Actually, I'm looking and for a new comforter. So this is very helpful girl, information. This thing <laughs> is insane. And then I have found just FYI for everybody listening, but for, especially for you, Lauren, they are these ch- milk chocolate covered almonds that has a peanut butter layer and some powdered sugar. Why did okay. I just sit over a week and eat the whole thing? You get them at Target. <laughs> so don't tell me staying in is not better than going out. Just saying. Yeah. What yeah. club do they have those little almonds at? Tell me that. Is it, tar- me this. Is it Target? Target. Is- Target's the only club. That's the only club mm. I need, honey. Yeah. That and the big red. Okay, Take here we go. Out. Agree or disagree? The number 13 is unlucky. I'm going to go with my gut. Agree. Okay. That it's unlucky. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? What I about don't seven? Really what about seven? Lucky. So lucky. So lucky. Seven is lucky. Okay. I think we agree on that. You and I agree. Yeah. 13. No. Seven. Yes. Okay. Yes. Agree or disagree? Clowns are scary. Mm, it's going to tell me a lot about who you are as a person. I know, right? I'm yeah. not trying to have no scary clown. Uh-uh. No. You know, scary clowns are actually like my first memory because at my first birthday party, my Aunt Karen, who you're going to be sending the clothes to, and my cousin dressed up as a clown. And um, I remember being terrified. So it's like my first memory. So I can't get on board with clowns, unfortunately. Well, yeah. or, or the puppets. Puppets scare me too. Yeah. The little ventriloquist puppet. I don't like that either. your mom does puppets, Kim. Your mom does exactly. the puppet Again, the I experienced the trauma that trauma. Lauren experienced in her childhood. Right. Yes. The church puppet's going, hey, girl, you're going straight to hell if you don't. Yeah, uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> I've experienced it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't turn from your wicked ways. Okay, here we go. Agree or disagree? <laughs> Sweet is better than salty. Disagree. Really? Okay. You've lost me there. You're yeah. salty. Yeah, I knew I would lose you there, but I had to stay true to myself. Um, <laughs> it used to be when I was a uh, when I was a girl. When I was a girl, I liked sweet butter, but as I've grown, my okay, palate, palate has shifted, changed. and I think that's in part due to like I've trained I, I trained myself to like brown rice. I trained myself to think that salty like was better rice. than sweet. Okay, I, good I do for you. now too, but actually, it's harder for me to digest, so I've gone back to white. So anyway, now you know my digestion. <laughs> you really know me. <laughs> this is affecting my bowel movements. Okay, agree <laughs> or disagree? Being rich is better than being famous. Okay, take a beat. Don't just pop off here. That's a big one. Yeah, I actually do agree with that because, well. I agree too. No. Nope. Yeah, be- Hands down. I, I think that, yeah, I think that I've thought about this a lot recently. And okay. I do agree with that because you... Like I've been thinking about it in regard to marketing, you know, yes. like when you're an indie creator, if you don't have the money to market, it's like, you know, screaming into a, a cave, like no one can hear you. <laughs> so if, if you were rich and you were an indie creator, you could market yourself very effectively and therefore make yourself at least somewhat famous as long as your product is good. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Um, agree or disagree. I overuse emojis. Agree. I agree too. I'm an emoji yeah. freakazoid. Okay. Agree or disagree. A hot dog is a sandwich. Disagree. I disagree. It's not a sandwich. Yeah. yeah it's its own There's thing. no mayonnaise on that. There's no mayonnaise. And you don't put ketchup on sandwiches. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally agree. Okay. 
Final question. That's more controversial. Great- That's more of a controversial statement than you know. But really, do it's you think people are going to? Am I going to get canceled? You're going. You're not going to get canceled because I. If people think a hot dog is a sandwich, we really need to have them on the pod, and, and they need to clarify because there's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, if that's I, your I've hill got, to I've die got, on, go off. I'm, I'm, I have mad respect. Agree or disagree? Final question. What is the next big creative thing for you? And there is no agree or disagree. It's just a final question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim, the thing that has been bringing me so much joy recently is I've been writing children's music. And what? Yes, I've been writing children's music and I'm going to be on a children's YouTube show. And I remember when I was in college and I was like setting to be an actor, I was like, oh, I feel <laughs> so bad for people who are on children's shows. They probably like really don't like their life. <laughs> what a just just to show you, you shouldn't get what you think you want when you're 22. Correct. This is my favorite thing I've ever done in my life oh, is writing children's Lauren. music because Number one, it's helped me heal my inner child. Number two, it's helped me heal my perfectionism because kids are mm. so loving. They just they don't care. They, they don't care. They want to connect. They want to have joy with you. They want to feel something. And it's really helped me get back to the love of music because, you know, sure. that was one of my original passions. I've been singing from the time I could talk and singing to that little girl inside of me and to my future child has been the most healing thing of my life. Writing music that's going to give kids tools to love themselves and trust themselves from a young age and treat other people very well has just been such a blessing. And I really can't wait to share that with the world. I'm going to leave you with this, Lauren. I believe the children are our future, Whitney Houston. Let's go. Yes. That's it. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Okay, everybody. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank you, Zach. Lauren's podcast is called Unleash Your Inner Creative, and you can find her at her website at laurenlagrasso.com, or you can find her on social media at Lauren Lagrasso. Okay, Zach, Lauren, first of all, her mother, let's just, like, we should have known Lauren was going to be great. When you listen to her mother, come on. We need more moms on the show. Like we need more moms stop. on the show. I think it should be it should be like the guest and by the way and bring their mom. and mom. <laughs> right? No, it, it was yeah. it was fantastic. But Lauren is such a deep well. Y'all need to go really check out her podcast, uh, Unleash Your Inner Creative, because I'm telling you, she's a wealth of knowledge and such encourager. But you know, Zach, she, and you're on it, and she interviewed and you, and I'm on it, and I'm on it. But there's <laughs> something about the creativity that lies within us that I think is that this year. This is going to be a creative year for a lot of people, don't you think? Oh, I really do. And I think her idea about creativity is so powerful. Like it's it so is powerful. the thing that you can build everything else off of. And that's so cool. Okay. Well, look, go check Lauren out anywhere you could, her website, her social media, but also start leaning into your own creative because you are creative. You're fearfully, wonderfully made one of a kind. And there is a creativity inside of you that is just waiting to be unleashed. Until next time, I'm Kim. I'm Zach. And we love you so much. Wow. Uh, Lagracio, right? Lagrasso. Lagracia. Lagrasso. Lagrasso. Okay, here we go. I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. It's Lagracio. Lagrasso. Lagrasso. Yeah. Like if you were going to say it really Italian, it'd be like Lagrasso. But American is Lagrasso. 
And the southern way is Gracio. So there we yeah. go. Gracio. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. We got every pronunciation down. Gracias. <laughs> Lauren LaGracio. So close. The Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. Talent Booking by Central Talent Booking. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.